southern Minnesota. On 3.3 acres. 3.3 acres, our, <clears throat> our home, and uh, we're just here to encourage you and encourage ourselves in the Lord. You know, yeah, this we... is this is a good time to uh, be close to Jesus. Oh, I thought you were going to say it'd be good to encourage one another. It is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's a, it's a, <clears throat> it's a... Really hard right now. We're in the midst of a uh, crisis in the world, and you know what's what's unique is that this is uh, worldwide. It's a pandemic, which is by definition means worldwide epidemic, and uh, <clears throat> so a lot of people are affected by what's going on. Everybody's in the world today. affected. There's people yeah. that are sick. There's people that are dying. There's people that are well. There's people that are saved. There's people that are are unsaved. Yeah, but, I, you know, I was thinking about how, you know, different people are at different levels, as you mentioned. You know, some are, some are sick. Some have family members that are sick or have even died. <clears throat> a lot have died. A lot of people have died. Uh, we have a friend in uh, Kenya who is, you know, they're dealing with this epidemic also, but at the same time, a locust plague. Oh, yeah, I saw it on TV. It's, it looks like birds. Yeah, and so the food supply is short. Um, the problems are great. Uh, you know, a lot of people are unemployed. Others are employed and busy, you know. So so it really does vary. But I think, like you said, it's affecting everyone in some way. I was talking to a friend uh, the other day, though, that's uh, uh, actually enjoying this season. Uh, not Not that he's happy about what's, you know, the suffering that's going on, but... For himself, it's been like a Sabbath, you know, just a time to rest and and really soak in the Lord and, and uh, find peace from all the turbulence of the world. So, Well, you know, when I wake up, first I pray, but then I say, what am I going to do today? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's kind of like you repeat the, the same day over and over again, and I have to... Because we're out in the country, we're surrounded by farms, yeah, and so we're we're isolated in our own <clears throat> environment. But so every day I wake up and say, "What am I going to do today?" Yeah, and I think a lot of folks are are affected by you know stay at home orders, stay in place, or shelter in place orders. Uh, our friend in in the UK, uh, <clears throat> Stan and Sarah Strunk, they are. Uh, kind of hold up in their apartment, you know, the, the whole nation is sort of shut down there. So that's a big part of it, the isolation. You know, we're used to being able to go out and, and be about and be with with people and do with these family. things. And be with family. Grandkids. Absolutely. Go swimming. So, yeah, it's it's a big shock to the system and a big Shopping, change. go thrifting. Yeah. I don't know when we'll go thrifting again. You know, I know we're kind of babbling, but um, you know, I think you're th you're going through the same thing. We are, in a certain degree. I don't know what it would be like to live in an apartment with two dogs and three children, be a single mom or single dad or just a 
parenting together and working and then homeschooling. That's crazy. But in spite of everything, <laughs> Jesus is alive and God Amen. is on the throne. <clears throat> Why is Jesus alive? Tell me. Because God raised him from the dead. So he, he, he was dead? How did he die? He died on a cross, Calvary, for you. For me. And, and then he rose, rose again. And <clears throat> because he lives, we live also. We have his life. He ascended to heaven and poured out his life. And so we can have that spiritual reality. And it's times like this, I think, that we really need him uh, in a great way. You know, we need him in the good times. So in the hard times, we need to, we, well, we tend to really draw on him in the hard times. And the Bible said he's a very present help in time of trouble. You know, sometimes, don't they, um, like if they're going to go on a journey or something, they eat a lot. <laughs> so when it's lean, they have something to live off of. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, that's yeah. kind of like us. You have to be be hearty in the good time. You know, eat really good during the, the good times. And so you have something to stain you through the hard times. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's true, that we need to feed on the Word of God all the time and so that we'll be ready when difficult times come. And we need to, you know, build our life on the rock. Um, and today I want to talk about finding stability in an unstable world. And we're going to begin, first of all, with Psalm 40 and verses 1 through 3. Uh, a Psalm of David. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He, he doesn't also, need hearing aids, eh? No, he's good. He has good hearing. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He's put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. And, you know, Susan, that's that's really kind of what the Lord did in our lives uh, back in, in 1977. He brought us out of, of a horrible pit and out yeah. of the miry clay. Uh, we were in the muck and the mire of this world and in sin. But then he set our feet upon a rock. Amen. And that rock is Jesus Christ. And, you know, this is what I, I feel the Lord is saying that we are to... We need to be established. We're, our feet needs to be need to be established and set upon the rock, and stay there. You know we can't be moved by the circumstances, but we have to really uh, put our trust in the Lord and get our roots down deep in Him because He is our true foundation. Um, you know I think of the scripture in uh, in Hebrews. And uh, I'll just turn over there in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 what? Hebrews chapter 12, and we'll go to verse 25. Okay. It says, see that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, this is talking about Israel, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. 
But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, but the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. That's a mouthful. You know, we have a kingdom which cannot be shaken. And, you know, the the Bible tells us that these things will pass away. You know, Jesus made the statement, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And, you know, we're living in a time of great shaking. And yet we're not really at the end just yet. You know, there's more to come. Jesus said that things like this, pestilences and wars and earthquakes and famines are like birth pains for the fulfillment of the things of this age. So when we go through these things, he's actually telling us that this is a a preparation or a birthing process for a new creation. Eventually, he's going to establish his kingdom on this earth. And, you know, it's going to be good when the Lord takes over. Uh, right now, we're doing the best we can. We, you know, we have our political systems and our politicians are trying to do what's right during this crisis. But there's a time when Jesus, the king, will come and establish his kingdom. But the thing is that during this time, we have to have his kingdom in our heart. We have to be established on a sure foundation and not be moved by what we see. The Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight. And so these are times that we really need to learn uh, to find our peace in God and have our roots down in the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. (laughs) That was a good amen. Praise the Lord. I don't want to be too loud. You know, I was thinking about uh, what the the interaction with uh, Jesus and his disciples. Uh, This is in Matthew chapter 16. When he asked the question, he says, who do men say that I am? And then they said this prophet or that prophet. And then he asked the question, who do you say that I am? And then Peter spoke up and he said, you know, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said to Peter, he says, thou art Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not uh, prevail against it. He said, Simon, you're blessed because flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my father, which is in heaven, has revealed to you this thing. And what thing is that? That Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is the Messiah, that he's the savior of the world. He said, upon that truth, I'm going to build my church. So this is the this is the 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 foundation the sure foundation. Uh, scripture said that Jesus is the cornerstone, a sure foundation, and he that believes in him shall not be disappointed. And so we can have peace. We can have uh, be solid in the Lord by standing on that foundation and not being moved. First Corinthians three eleven says other foundation can. Can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ? Uh, In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 and 20, 
It says, therefore, we are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. So the church is built uh, not upon natural things, <clears throat> but upon a sure foundation. And so this is a time when we really need to find our roots in God because everything's being shaken. You know, we can't put our trust in money. We can't put our trust in material things. We can't put our trust in our job. There's a lot of people that had a job a month ago that don't have one now. Uh, we can't put our trust in politicians. We have to learn to put our trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's true. You know, I don't know what this has to do with the price of eggs, but we have a old brick uh, smokehouse on our place. Mm -hmm. It's in the backyard. And I, um, they used to smoke meat in it. And then we moved here. Tom put a chicken run on the front of it. So I used to raise chickens in it. And, but anyway, it's crumbling. And I was out there looking at it. And it's a beautiful building. Uh, you know, the bricks are set and... There's an archway for the door. This is an old place. It's over 100 years old, but it's crumbling. Mm -hmm. And and it's in disrepair because I don't. it doesn't have a foundation on it. Yeah, I don't think the foundation is is um, is good under it, at least under part of it, because that's why it's cracked and so on. But we're going to try to repair it. But in order to repair it, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to dig. We'll have to put a foundation. We'll have to put a foundation. One time we had a house that we built without a foundation. <laughs> Boy, was that a mistake. So we had to come in afterwards and put the foundation under it. But, you know, when a house isn't built right, and this particular smokehouse is beautiful. I mean, it's, it's you know, if you like old architecture. But uh, the roof is starting to leak. And uh, varmints can get in, and that's like us, you know. If if we aren't built right, um, we can't weather the the storms that come. We can't um, keep out pestilence, uh, you know. In, you know. Uh, so we have to get in there and make sure we're building on. Jesus Christ, because if you do, you will be able to weather the storms. You will be able to weather the um, pandemic. You will be able to weather family problems. You will be able to weather the economy. You will be able to weather your, the, the church. And we have so many... Um, relationships with pastors and missionaries and you know my heart my heart hurts uh, sometimes because because we aren't meeting the finances aren't coming in and um, I think we need to uh, take care of our men and women uh, that preach uh, the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. um, they don't get, what is that, insurance? 
Unemployment? Maybe some of them can in the U.S., but... Oh, they do? I, I don't know. Well, I, the ones I do <clears> don't. <throat> yeah. So, anyway, have your foundation um, on Jesus Christ, and I guarantee you'll make it. Well, I think, you know, when we go through things like this, it does really test our foundation. Yeah, and I think it's it testing mine. Yeah, I think it reveals, you know, where we're at. Yeah, where our weak <clears throat> spots are. Like with this smokehouse, there's certain corners that are, are bulging and buckling. You mm -hmm. know, that's the weakness of that building. And, and I'm, I see where I'm weak in my faith during these times, you know. Well, you know, I, I think this is one of the reasons that the Bible does talk about troubles in the end time and difficulties and pestilence and, so that we would be prepared. But when it comes, sometimes we, we think, oh, where is God? He's abandoned us. But he said these things would come. It's not strange. <clears throat> and this is really what he's telling us during this hour is that we've got to have our faith built on the rock, <clears throat> on Jesus Christ. We've got to trust him. And we've got to trust in the eternal things rather than the natural things. And I think a, a lot of people's lives are built more on natural material things. <clears throat> Even sometimes Christians, uh, their lives can be superficial. And God is saying, this is a time to dig deep and get your foundation strong, get your feet on the rock and stay there, you know, so that you'll have stability in hard times. Uh, I'd like to share with you from uh, Ephesians 6 now. We don't have it all down, folks. We're either. learning, just like you. <laughs> so, you know, some of, the, some of the folks that, uh, that preach it real good, they have struggles too. And so, you know, it's, it's just a time that all of us, and we need one another. We really need to encourage one another and pray for one another. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we do that. We do. We pray for you. Yeah. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6 <clears throat> and verse 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So it's not about just being strong in yourself. And, you know, I've got, I'm strong mentally, I'm strong emotionally. You know, sometimes when you go through shaking, all that strength that just fails you. So you've got to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might because his power will sustain you. And then he says, put on the whole armor of God. That's the armor that God provides for you. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, the devil's working overtime, overtime against your mind and against your emotions. And your health. And your finances. And your health and your family and your ministry. But you can stand in the power of God. Put on the whole armor of God. He says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. We don't wrestle with people. Yeah, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. You They're know, can I stop you? No, sometimes we, we wrestle with uh, people and we blame them for our problems. Or our situation. But it really isn't. You know, the devil's behind it all. And uh, so it doesn't do any good to start fighting 
with people. You know, you have to see who's behind all this mess. Well, you know, another thought that came to me when you said that is sometimes we're wrestling with ourselves. Yeah. <clears throat> we're wrestling a lot in the area of, you know, oh, I'm not good enough. I've been a failure. I did this wrong. I've done that wrong. I can't overcome in this area. And we've got to lean back in the arms of Jesus and let him strengthen us and comfort us, and give us peace to go forward. Because the Christian life is about <clears throat> going forward. I always think of that scripture in Exodus. He says, speak to the children of Israel that they go forward. That's God's direction is always forward. So, <clears throat> yeah, we need to quit wrestling with flesh and blood, our own flesh and blood, our own uh, relationships, and start trusting in the Lord. Well, I was just thinking, uh, go forward, and then we tell people to rest. Rest in the Lord. Go forward. Rest. But it doesn't <clears throat> say stop. Well, you know, that's an, I'm glad you brought that up, because that was really part of my message, and I, I might have forgotten that if you hadn't mentioned it. But going back to the scripture uh, that we read in the beginning, in, in Psalm, he says, he set my feet upon a rock, and then it says, he established my goings. So you see, <clears throat> we have to first be on the rock so that we can go forward. And, and this is preparation. See, we're going forward now. We're going forward over the internet or whatever. But this is a time to really get our roots down deep in God because, you know, things are going to open up and it's time for us to go with the gospel. Yeah. And we've got to go in the strength of the Lord. So when he says to put your feet on the rock and to rest in the Lord, it doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to do anything. Amen. It's an empowerment. It's an empowerment uh, to go forward. And in just a minute, too, with the scripture here will fit right in with that. He says, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. See, that withstand, that's a, when there's winds coming against you. There's a, a tornado and locusts and pestilence and Corona. demonic power coming against your mind. You can withstand, you know, uh, in the evil day. And we're living in an evil day. We're living in a tough time. Stand, therefore, having girt about your waist with truth. Every part of the armor is built upon the truth. And we don't have time to go over all the armor today, <clears throat> but we'll, we will read it, and you can meditate this on your own. Stand, therefore, having your waist girt about with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And that righteousness is what we receive through the blood of Jesus. When we accept Jesus and we believe on what he did on that cross, <clears throat> we make him Lord of our life. He gives us a gift of righteousness, and that will protect your heart. Amen? And all the things that the devil would like to do to destroy your faith and who you are in Christ, <clears throat> there's protection through that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So you see, we've got to get our gospel shoes on. We've got to have this gospel of peace. We need to realize that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's a preparation. I, it just made me think, I ordered three pairs of flip-flops from Old Navy about a million years ago, and they still haven't come. <laughs> Well, I hope you have some other gospel boots to wear. <laughs> Praise God. 
Everything's <clears throat> slow. Yeah. But you see, we have to have our shoes on to go forward, and we have to have gospel boots on. We have to have that peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that, again, deals with the area of our justification. And then he said, <clears throat> Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation that protects your mind, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So you see, that we, also, we often talk about using the Word of God in prayer, but you see, in order to be able to use our sword, we've got to have our, you know, we've got to be well-equipped in every area. We've got to let the Word of God build that strength into us. We've got to have that shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And then he says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, watching to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We need to pray for one another. We need to pray for the body of Christ in this hour because we're either going to get better or bitter. And I trust we're going to get better. And I trust there's going to be a revival and an awakening coming out of this like nothing we've ever seen before. So we do need to persevere and pray. And, you know, there's lots of different types of prayer, but there is a persevering prayer. You know, some prayers you're not supposed to pray every day over and over again. You're supposed to pray and believe and thank God for it. But when it comes to this work of God in the earth, we're still praying the same kind of prayers that Paul prayed back in the first century. And so we need to continue to pray for the body of Christ that we would have revelation. Jesus prayed, our Father. Yes. Who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Pull down that will from heaven. Amen. For you and your family and for your country. Yep. And for your church and for the body of Christ. And then he says, and for me, Paul says, and for me. He was always asking for prayer. That utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And you know, Paul was in, he said this because he was in prison and he couldn't get out and preach like he normally did. And that's kind of like us, you know, we're like ambassadors in chains, but we're not chained. You know, he, he wrote the book of Ephesians. We're doing videos and we're writing and we're doing what we can, but we need your prayers. Yes. And so pray for us and pray for your pastor and pray for other ministers of the gospel. Pray for your pastor's wife. Absolutely. They've got the and hardest children. job. Yeah, pray for their family. Pray for the missionaries. Pray a covering over the ministers mm-hmm. and uh, because they're on the front lines, you know, and they need our prayers. Yeah, send so, your tithes and offerings in. Amen. Be faithful with your yeah. local church and supporting the missionaries that God's given you to support. and Just just obe- be obedient and faithful and God, God will bless you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I trust we've given you some encouragement there to uh, find stability in an unstable world world, because you know what? The word of God is a sure foundation and Jesus Christ is that sure foundation too. But if you've never accepted Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior, well, it's going to be hard to find that stability. But you can do that today by praying. And I'd like to just lead you in a simple prayer.
and uh, just open your heart and receive Jesus into your life. Just say these words. Just say, Dear Father. Dear Father. I know that I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. But you came to save sinners. But you came to save sinners. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for sending Jesus. To die on the cross as a substitute for my sins. To die on the cross as a substitute for my sins. And I believe. And I believe. That you raised him from the dead. That you raised him from the dead. And I confess that Jesus is my Lord. And I confess that Jesus is my Lord. And I choose to follow Jesus. And I choose to follow Jesus. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For making me your child. Thank you for making me your child. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's good preaching. Hallelujah. Good preaching. Yeah, and we want to encourage you. Get in the Word of God. Start reading, especially, you know, if you're just getting started, start in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Read about Jesus in the Gospels. Read the Book of Romans. Start learning from God's word, start talking to the Lord. I, I like the Gospels. Yeah, they're good. I like Ephesians. Get to know Jesus. He's the I one. Like He's Psalms. the answer. You know, that's what it's all about. Is Jesus. It's not about some <laughs> formula or some certain type of worship service or anything else. It's about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. He, he's, he's the center. He's the root. And uh, he, he's the foundation. So get established on him. Try to find a good local church. Maybe you'll have to start online at this time, but get involved, amen. Get with amen. the body of Christ and be encouraged. Strange world. And we thank thank you for watching today or listening. Some are, some are going to be listening now on the oh, okay. uh, podcast. Sounds good. And so just as we close. They can't see out. my scarf? No, they won't be able to see. I got this at the Arboretum. Let's bless the people. <laughs> Father, we thank you, Lord, for your people. Yes, Lord. You love your people, Lord. Mm-hmm. We thank you for healing them. We yes. thank you for encouraging them. We thank you for forgiving them. We thank you for strengthening them. Yes. And we thank you for giving them revelation. And Lord, help them Yes. through their trial, whatever it is mm-hmm. in their particular situation, Lord, whether it's Amen. unemployment or sickness, Amen. you are the Lord, their healer. And we speak blessing to you in Jesus' name. God Bye. bless you, folks. We pray you have been blessed and encouraged by this message from Tom Shanklin Ministries. Tom Shanklin Ministries is reaching the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. We invite you to become part of this worldwide evangelistic outreach through your prayers and financial support. To request our free monthly newsletter, you can reach Tom Shanklin Ministries at 507-407-HELP. That's 507-407-4357. Visit Tom Shanklin Ministries online at TomShanklin.org or send cards and letters to Tom Shanklin Ministries, P.O. Box 4144, Mankato, Minnesota, 56002.